simply freeing? Motherhood doesn't feel simply freeing when you're on autopilot in a home filled with chaos, stress, and a ton of pressure. In order to survive the chaos, we need the right strategies and mindset to embrace the simple and enjoy the few short years we have with our kids. I believe that we are called to see that we can rise up, get out of our head, shut out the expectations of the world and what mom life is supposed to be like, and change what's not working so that motherhood is fulfilling. Join me as we discuss all things motherhood, homeschooling, minimalism, faith, and health. My mission is to help you embrace simplicity and find freedom in your motherhood. I'm Jackie from Homeline Family, and this is the Simply Freeing Podcast. Today's episode is very timely for what's going on in our world right now. The fact that Election Day has come and gone and we still have no clear winner, it fits right along with 2020. Nothing surprises me anymore, honestly. I think a lot of Americans right now are just done. There is so much confusion, anxiety, and fear for the future. It's a really hard time to be living. But I want you to breathe in and breathe out. Everything is going to be okay. God is in control of all of this. All of the chaos and confusion, he really is in control, even if it doesn't seem like it. Your thoughts might be going in a million directions. You could be thinking, I don't even care anymore. I'm so angry. I'm so frustrated. I'm confused. This is stressing me out. I just want to know who the president is. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. You could have a mixture of all of these feelings together. It's okay to have feelings like this. It's common for everyone. But what's not okay is to let them take over your life and control you. Life is really hard right now. And for some of us, it's harder than others. Anxiety and depression are high. My doctor's office scheduled an annual physical for me today, which happens to be the day after election day. I stayed up until 3 a.m. watching both candidates say that they were winning. I waited for nothing, like everyone else did. Naturally, I didn't have interest in going to the doctor. The last place I want to be is around anyone who might be sick during this time of year, especially with COVID. I knew I'd get a chance to get out of the house alone and to get my eyebrows threaded afterward, so that's really the reason why I went, to be honest. I'll take what I can get. A lot of us we put so much of our efforts into making sure our kids are okay and we neglect taking care of ourselves. So if you haven't had an annual physical in a while, you should definitely take your phone right now and schedule one so that you can stay on top of that. Before the doctor came in to see me, I was given an iPad with some questions to fill out. It was a depression screening. These depression screening questions just made me realize how easily depression can creep into our life and why we need to make a concerted effort to eliminate these thoughts and behaviors. So the screening says if you have been bothered by any of these problems over the last two weeks, you're supposed to be marking not at all or several days more than half of the days or nearly every day. So I'm not exactly sure what would qualify you as being depressed where they might say something, but I think it's good to listen to these questions just so you have an idea of the types of behaviors and thoughts that might lead to you becoming really, really depressed. 
it's good to just recognize them. I took pictures of the questions and I want to share them with you. You have little interest or pleasure in doing things. So this is something that I've fallen into as a mom, just kind of getting bored with the same old, same old, feeling like I'm constantly cleaning up and I'm doing the same things over and over again, especially when you're not seeing any results come from it. You can kind of feel like a slave to your own home, which is something that you shouldn't feel. And that is something we'll be diving into in the next couple of weeks. Another question said, do you feel down, depressed, or hopeless? No matter what's happening in the world, it's not the end of the world. And I think we take all of the world's problems and we bring them onto ourselves and we cause ourselves to just feel like we're spiraling downward and it's hopeless. What is the point? This is ridiculous. And then we start dwelling on it and it impacts the way we act as a mom. Another question said, do you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep or sleeping too much? I do have problems staying asleep, but it's not because of me. It's because of my lovely children. Another one says, are you feeling tired or have little energy? So this is more about if you have children that are sleeping through the night, but yet you're tired and have little energy. Here's another question. They asked about poor appetite or overeating. So I think that's something to think about if it's something that you do when you're feeling down. What do you do in the kitchen? Do you grab the snacks and start eating a lot? Or do you kind of not feel like eating at all? So there's two different extreme actions that you can have based on depressive feelings. Another one says feeling bad about yourself or that you're a failure or that you've let yourself or your family down. So here's an example of the toxic thinking that I've talked about so much. Those are actually signs of depression. Trouble concentrating on things such as reading the newspaper or watching television, moving or speaking so slowly that other people could have noticed, or being so fidgety or restless that you have been moving around more than usual. I read through those questions because it's important for you to be aware of the types of things that might lead to depression. Your family really needs you to be the best mom that you can be, especially right now. Your kids are having a lot of anxiety and tension and stress surrounding them. Their lives are very different. And they know that you have that stress. They can feel it. They can sense it. So you're not supposed to be the perfect mom. You don't have to act like you are just fine. You can share with them that you are struggling and working through things too. But you should not be okay with the that's just the way I am attitude or I'll never be able to change. That's not okay. Your kids can sense that. So you may not have any control of what's happening in the world, but you do have control over the mom that you are. You may not be able to change the world or actually decide who becomes the next president, but God can work through you to eliminate depression and anxiety and make you a happier mom. So in a sense, you can really change the world by loving your family. So what do we do now? If you listen to all the questions that I read through and you sense that you're feeling some of those things or many of them, I'm going to give you a few action steps that will kind of help you to get the ball rolling and help point you in the right direction. And for the internet trolls out there, I'm not a doctor, but in my research over the past couple of years, there are some things that you can be doing health-wise 
to increase your mood and decrease depression. The first thing is your diet, making sure that you are including enough protein and vegetables. The more vegetables and color you bring to your diet, the better. It really does impact your mental health. The right amount of exercise. I know some of us are more motivated to exercise than others, but that's something that can really help if you're experiencing depression. And I think we have the mindset of like, we have to do a program that is 30 minutes a day, six days a week, and it has to include weightlifting and some cardio. It is just not feasible for those of us who are not naturally prone to exercising to do a program that way, especially with no accountability. So telling yourself, I'm going to leave my gym clothes out by my bed and tomorrow I'm going to put them on when I wake up and I'm going to exercise for two minutes. I'm going to set the timer and two minutes, once the timer goes off, I'll be done. You might realize that you want to do more, but you may not. But at least it's something. It starts small and then gradually builds up from there. Having high stress levels can cause depression. So I know that we are all just in a very high stress state right now. But finding ways to rest and get some time away, even if you can't, even if you don't have a chance to get a babysitter, just finding some time alone, pockets of time in your own house and breathing and praying and reading through a book or doing something that you really enjoy can help decrease your stress and work on your thinking and journal through what's bothering you. Try to keep your stress in check as much as you can. Check your vitamin B levels. A lot of Americans need to supplement B vitamins. If they aren't consuming enough folate in their diet, not folic acid, folate, that can lead to vitamin B deficiency and you get folate from eating leafy greens. And vitamin D levels, you should check those as well. Vitamin D deficiency is very rampant now because of all these lockdowns. The way we get vitamin D is is from the sun. So getting outside in the sunshine is really important. The numbers on vitamin D blood work that are considered acceptable are much lower than what you should actually aim for. I believe as of right now, 30 is considered normal in your blood work, but it really should be higher. And I've consistently heard from many different doctors that your vitamin D levels should really be over 50. That is something that if you wanted to look into, you can do some more research on your own. I know there are a ton of supplements out there, but if you're interested in knowing what we're taking, I'll add links in the show notes to our B and D vitamins. And you'd, you'd be really surprised at how these two simple vitamins can impact your mood. And then finally, I have one more recommendation. Dr. Ben Lynch has a book. It's called Dirty Genes. It is so, so good. If you're wanting to learn more about genetics in terms that you can understand and some of the common health issues that so many of us face, like depression and anxiety, this book is so detailed and helpful and it goes through pretty much, it's like a comprehensive, it's almost like you're meeting with a holistic doctor because I know a lot of times um, we might go to a traditional doctor and they don't really know some of the stuff that if you start going down the rabbit hole into holistic health, our medical professionals really are not taught nutrition and they are taught how to treat sickness, how to treat disease. They are not taught how to prevent it in the first place. And that's really what you want to do. You want to be proactive and take charge of your own health. So this book is amazing. So I will add the link to that in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. You are doing a great job. Even if it feels like the world is crumbling around you, your home doesn't have to crumble. You don't have to crumble. You can have peace in the middle of all of the storms of life. I'd love for you to join the Simply Freeing podcast community on Facebook. We talk all about the topics that are brought up here in this podcast. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can join. To learn more about me and the resources I've created to help you in your motherhood, head to whole9family.com. You can also find me on Instagram at whole9family. W-H-O-L-E, the number nine, family. I'll see you next week, friends.